everybody, it's Tracy and Tamish back to talk about The Walking Dead. We just saw the season finale for season nine. Big snowstorm, lots going on, but was it enough? Oh my We're gosh. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a cliffhanger, Tracy. <laughs> Well, we're gonna we're gonna talk and see. We'll see what we thought about it. Did it meet our expectations? Because we're gonna track down the good, the bad, and the ugly yes. of the season finale. So we have to see what you know. Does the good outweigh the ugly? It's somewhere in between. We're gonna by the end of the podcast, hopefully, we'll have a verdict. Um, but yeah, so I'm not gonna ask you right up front if it met your expectations. We're gonna walk through the episode and uh, see what we think. So. Just a little setup. We've got uh, a blizzard coming through in Virginia, where our survivors are, and we've got two groups trying to trying to manage the storm inside Alexandria. We've got a group that is uh, things aren't working. They're having to go with just fires um, using the fireplaces, and even one of those breaks down has problems. So they're trying to get across. To another house and the storm is so bad that they can hardly see and um, it's like a journey just going from one house to the other then we've got the kingdom who has uh, that the kingdom has fallen apart and they're trying to get to the hilltop and they've got some of their neighboring friends there to help them from Alexandria and from the hilltop to help them make that journey carry their stuff but again the storm presents itself and creates a lot of obstacles and then we're not sure during the episode if we're seeing the whispers. Um, there's some questions about that along the way. We do find out at the end of the episode where they are. So we'll talk a little bit about that. And um, and we have a mysterious radio call at the end. So up front, Tamish, what were some good things about the season finale? All right. So I was very excited about getting to the season finale um, of, oh, of such a challenging time. Um, we I've been through my ups and downs. I lost I was one of my absolute favorite characters. Um, I got a chance to meet some new characters that couldn't quite keep their faces on. And then I also got a chance to... Uh, meet some what I call a part of what I call the brat squad that caused more pain and anguish to some of our OGs um, here in The Walking Dead. And we also had a chance to lose some of our uh, OGs. And I keep calling them OGs because these are my original players that have been with us for at least three seasons. Or more. That's, yeah. that's definitely how I'll say it. They've been with us three seasons or more. You can't be an OG if you only made it one season. Sorry, you cut from you don't qualify. Right, you don't qualify. You you did good though by getting yeah. on the Walking Dead, but you don't True. qualify as an OG. Okay. So I will have to say that expectations are always set really high um, from my perspective whenever we get to any season finale, mm -hmm. because I'm expecting I, I'm expecting head turners, me itching to say, oh my god. What minute? What do you mean you're getting ready to end this now? Yeah. And we have to wait how many months until right. the next season? Right. So that is where my expectation level was set prior to watching this episode. 
Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't really know what my expectation was because typically with a season finale, I'm expecting something big and dramatic. Well, of course, we had something dramatic in, in episode 15. So part of me wondered if they were going to um, kind of pull the, the um, rug out from under us and have another dramatic moment in the season finale like we wouldn't be expecting it because all the things with the the pikes happened in, in episode 15 you know we wouldn't be expecting something else so that was in the back of my mind um going into it as well and i was real curious just to see them dealing with uh weather with with snow um that's a new thing but um i enjoyed the episode and especially, I think the imagery and the, and the snow, that was just unique. But then at the end, I'm kind of like, okay, so what are we left with? What are we, what are we wondering? You know, what I call this a cliffhanger. Just, you know, I, I had to kind of step back and think. I, I just got kind of got caught, caught up in watching the episode that I had to stop and think afterwards. Like, okay, where does this leave us, you know, at the end of season nine? So, um. I will say that I did like one of my good portions for this season finale was watching Ezekiel and Carol go through their emotional turmoil. That was really um, dramatic for me. And I, I don't think as I'm sitting here on the podcast, I don't recall Ezekiel ever showing that type of emotion uh, that actually kind of pulled me in. Um, he, he was right on the edge uh, with me or he never went deep enough with his character, even though I followed his character. But this was the absolute first time where I was like, oh, my goodness, he is a human being. He's lost a child. Him and his wife, the queen, are struggling here. And so I actually I really enjoyed that part of him and watching him say goodbye um, mm -hmm. to, I guess he had been there since he had started pretending <laughs> to be, yeah. you know, the leader of that group. I don't, yeah. I don't know how many years it had been. So right, tell. But believe it or not, I wasn't um, torn up by them leaving because oh. it, I was, I was really glad that they decided to do it instead of being stupid and staying. I, I actually was okay with them leaving. It was, yeah, it was not a good place. Right. Okay. Yeah. It would. You made a good point about Ezekiel. We never see him really except for the point where um he almost got killed by the saviors and carol saved them i guess that was season eight mm -hmm. um you know and, and the um the facade came down you know he you know he wasn't really a king you know but then jerry you know of course said no you're still the king to me and they they did end up carrying that on but until that point i had never really seen him um like surrender or be negative at all you know he was always so optimistic and so positive almost to the point of being annoying <laughs> in so, my opinion right. yeah I agree. I agree but um so we had that brief part there in season eight where he you know was down but then it's then you know he gets right back up and you know is positive optimistic the fair we're gonna make this worse or make this work sorry that was a slip of the tongue because <laughs> things did get worse <laughs> And, you know, to see him finally just give in and say, we can't make it here, you know, that was 
that did stand out because that's not typically what we're used to seeing from Ezekiel. So, but for you, I see that's, you're saying that's a good thing because it was one of my goods mm -hmm. pulling from this episode. It really was because I I don't see that. I don't see that enough from Ezekiel. I think it's corny a lot of the times Mm -hmm. I do, but And his coordinates always leads to something that we have to discover. And I just always dismiss it. But this time I didn't. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I get that. I think one good thing for me, it's kind of, it may just seem kind of shallow, but I liked the costumes. I liked seeing everybody with hats and scarves and um, just, you know, wearing different clothes because of the weather. Um, that was just, just interesting to, to me and seeing them deal with the elements um, was just a nice change up. So that was a, a good for me. And of course, everyone coming together to try to help them move, you know, it was a challenge getting them across to the hilltop and, and people heading back to Alexandria, but they did, you know, they do have the charter. They are working together again. Oh, you are so optimistic. I am. I'm just like King Ezekiel. I, you are. I just, I honestly thought as they were getting ready to start on this journey, I just knew. I just knew as they were starting down the road. And it wasn't until they actually started this journey that you really got some perspective of how long it was really going to take. Because think mm-hmm. about it. Usually they say, oh, we're headed to the kingdom. And then the next scene we see they're them. They're there. Yeah. Right. So that kind of put it into perspective because I will tell you, I, I cannot be the only one that was like, why is it taking them this long? And then you, I realized, yeah, it's going to take them at least a couple of days and then it's snowing. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like that. So I did, it didn't click. It didn't, it didn't click. That, that right. Just, right. Whatever. But anyway. it was definitely a journey. I mean, like I said, with Alexandria, even getting from one house to the other was a dramatic journey. You know? I don't even want to talk about that because I I was just like wow I mm, that snow oh that snow that's <laughs> saying that snow my my goodness it was All right. a lot, it was a lot of snow and it I, was I, a lot I, of snow yeah it and was, it came on fast yeah it came on was, fast don't you think yeah that that was a little off for me yeah but Oh, enough to have covered up some walkers. <laughs> that was a lot of snow. Yeah. So, yeah, that means their journey was long for them to have to walk so far that the snow had started and snowed enough to cover up walkers. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Yeah. So that was a funny moment for me. Uh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. All right. Anything else good that you wanted to point out? That was good. Oh, of course. I, there was another good moment was, even though I didn't agree with it. Now, see, this is me being a bigger person. I did not agree, but it was a good moment where Lydia, who caused most of this mess, was defended by Daryl. Yeah. And that's all the reason she's probably getting this shout out is because Daryl has uh, was instrumental in doing this. He defended her and he and yeah. he actually let her know, you know, it's not your problem. Even though he never when she was like, This is all my fault and we wouldn't be in this, he never said it wasn't. He just <laughs> he just said they don't have to talk to you that way. And you right. don't have to be treated that way. But you I don't know if you noticed that. He never said, You're right. He just let her say it. Which to me, silence confirmed that I was right. It's your fault, Lydia. But anyway, 
All right, you raise you raise a good question. You yes. raise a good question. Is I, it her fault? You're clearly in the camp that it is her fault, but they did capture her. They took her into their territory. They made the decision to do that. So is it really her fault or is it her group's fault? Is it her mom's fault? Lydia should not have gone when Henry was like, come on, we got to go. When they, you know, when Daryl came to rescue Henry, uh-huh. Lydia should have stayed. Lydia okay. should have stayed because she knew, she already knew what type of person, if you can call her mother a person, she was. <laughs> yeah, she said she's an animal. So, yeah, why should she we call her a person? And yeah. I think that she let her, her uh, crush her crush, which ultimately wind up getting some a lot of people killed, take over. But well, yeah, do you, do, do you think it was just the crush, or do you think it was getting a glimpse of a, a better life, a real life, and seeing the difference? I don't think I'm it not was that much of a just about this. Okay, because, and you yeah. know why I say that? Because think about what Lydia also said when they were headed uh, going excuse me when they were headed to the hilltop remember she also made a reference saying we're just going to another place and what's going to make this place any different she still didn't have the mm, the knowledge or the experience to know that if you really work hard and you put work into something then it might turn into something new because she keeps seeing things getting destroyed like her mother said because her mother said that this is not how it's supposed to go and she hasn't seen anything be successful yet. She's only seen bits and pieces and then it gets destroyed. So, yeah, she did get a snowball fight, though. Yeah, I saw that. That was that was something positive. Well, you know. All yeah. right. So we differ a little bit state. there. I, I, I've been in the camp on that state. Well, go ahead. What you going to say? Well, I was gonna say, I've been in the camp of, you know, it is her fault. She, you know, how is everyone going to be able to deal with her because they're going to blame her? But then I was, you know, I was talking to my husband about it and he kind of shifted me the other way that, yes, yeah, it feels like she's the one to blame. But is it really her fault? So we, we've had a lot of discussion in our house about this. So I think it's I think it's an ongoing thing um, that we're going to have to see how well her character is or is not embraced um, in the communities. So um, what else? Good. I did like um, a couple of callbacks um, when they're walking from the kingdom and they go through the fields and they see the walkers in the fields. Mm-hmm. That was like the same fields from 18 miles out. And mm-hmm. I just, I love that because that I think that intersection is so cool. You can, you can drive through that intersection in Sonoy and it is very much a bunch of fields like that. You know, they may have adjusted a little bit for the screen, but it is just this really interesting intersection where you could just look in all directions and there's just, you know, land. So it was kind of fun seeing that again and seeing that imagery of the of the walkers going across. And then I also really liked when Negan reminded Michonne towards the end of the episode that, um, how did he say it? He said, uh, oh, no one ever thinks they're the evil one, you know, and that has come up a lot in the show. You know, what if we knew... Negan and his group before we knew Rick's group, who would we think are the bad guys? You know, we've gotten all these different villains coming in and out. I mean, I certainly don't think Alpha's group are good, but they have convinced themselves that they're doing 
living the right way or the only way. So it's just, it, it's a good reminder that, you know, what is it like if you get in the head of, you know, inside the head of a different group? So um, I liked that coming up as well. So some bad stuff. What were some bad things for you? So let's see. So the bad would be Judith's little butt needed to be put in the corner. First of all. Okay. Yeah. Hello, but you first of all, Daryl's dog is more than capable of surviving. Okay. Dog dog would have been okay. Judith put one, two, two, because two people went after her to put, put those lives in danger. And only of those two that went after her, only one of them was I most concerned with because Negan could have froze to death as far as I was concerned. But, I thought there were three, but who's the like, third one? I thought, I thought Aaron and Sadiq maybe went after her. I may not have that right. And then, of course, Negan. But it, either way, I, I, I get your point. Missing somebody. Because I, I let us know who it is. Yeah, yeah, let us know. But I get your point, yeah. So I was like, I was like, really? And she, I mean, she literally just let go of the line as they were headed, trying to make it to the house and just ran off. And, you know, this is not the first time that Judith has put people in danger for her doing that. And then, so that was bad for me. That was, that was a bad for me. It was also um, another bad uh, for me. Oh my goodness. Was when uh, Carol and Lydia were in the barn together alone. And I think it was a bad for me because Carol didn't kill her. No, that's not a good, that's a bad for me because I think that Carol could have lived with it eventually. I'm not saying it would have been easy, but I will say in the end, she made the right choice. But yeah. right now, I'm saying it was a bad decision. <laughs> she should have took her out. When she was like, just do it, I would have said, yeah. I got you. In the moment. Yeah, that's where in you were. In the moment. Good. Mm. Okay, good. I'll take that one. I'll take okay. that one. In the okay. moment. And um, another, um, that's my last bad uh, is going to be, remember when they were deciding and they made a decision to cross over into the territory that Alpha had told yeah. them to Alpha. Yeah. I think it was a bad, it was a bad or a bad decision that we didn't get more of a moment with everybody at the stake because really, to me, the only person that took a moment at the stake was Lydia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the only yeah. one. I just thought there would have been a little more emotion. And I know it was cold. Wait a minute. I, okay. Don't even, everybody. I know it was cold. I know that they were trying to watch out for the whispers and stuff, but I mean, you know, this is where your last goodbyes went, and I just, I didn't think enough time was given to that. So those were my really bad ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, it it did really uh, kind of tug at my heart with the kingdom falling apart. That was, you know, yes, I am optimistic, but I always thought that place was pretty magical. And so it was, it was sad for me to see it all falling apart. Um, and Did then movie screen with them. Oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe it's in the wagon. Maybe it's in the wagon. The They don't need a screen. They just need the projector and the bulb. You can make a screen out of anything. So, but yeah, they better after all that have gotten that projector. But so that was sad seeing that all fall apart. And I wonder if we will ever see it again um, in any fashion, you know, as a, you know, a place that someone might 
run to for you know to hide or something you know i'm curious if it might ever pop up again i'm leaning towards no but um but you know curious and then the breakup with carol and ezekiel for me that was a little unsettling because of, of the suddenness of it i know you know a few months have passed and I understand all the different elements involved in, you know, what's going on with their relationship and losing their son and losing the kingdom. I mean, I can I can analyze all that, but I just didn't expect it to happen so suddenly in the show. I thought there was going to be this wedge driving through them that we were going to see on screen for a while. I thought we were going to see more of it and then it might happen. Um, and I'm just not sure how I feel about it. I mean... I thought it was completely appropriate for Ezekiel to say, not that, for Ezekiel to say to Daryl, hey man, you need to leave and I need some time with Carol. I I just do because they have an extremely close relationship because for a while, everybody was crying out, ooh, Daryl and Carol need to get together, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But I I think that um, they are extremely close and it is is hindering that here. Yeah. So I, I didn't find offense to that. Some people did, I, but I didn't. I didn't find any offense to Ezekiel asking Daryl to do that. I didn't find offense at it either um, because he tried to say it in a nice way and he had a valid point. I mean, you know, there are times in life, in marriages and relationships where you've got to make the, you know, the marriage a priority and, you know, other things have to be set aside. So I'm sure Carol Daryl fans don't like to hear that. But I, I also I mean, don't. I'm that's... number one Daryl fan here, and I'm telling y'all, exactly, exactly. Needs, needs to step aside. But yeah. I also don't think that the fact that the King and Carol broke up means that Daryl and Carol are going to get together as anything more than they already are. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's a given at all, and I don't know that I would want that. Um, there's something very special about their relationship and their friendship and their support for one another. And I think that as such good friends, that he could have stepped aside for a while to give them that time to heal. So, again, like you said, I don't think it was wrong of Ezekiel to ask if you really are a good friend, you're going to put your friend first and let their, you know, help let their marriage heal. But that leads me to um, just thinking that that's not really what it was about. I mean, I think that was sort of that pushed the agenda um but there has to be more of an issue excuse me between carol and ezekiel than just the daryl thing that caused problems i mean obviously they lost their son the kingdom falling but it makes you wonder and it kind of carol kind of alluded to it was their relationship based on the kingdom thriving you know that she talked about the fairy tale and stuff um so I guess in a roundabout way, my, my point is if people want to be mad at Daryl for, you know, sticking around, I don't think Daryl is the problem with their marriage. It was other stuff. I think that he added to it. And I think Ezekiel, I think Ezekiel tolerated it because Carol was always so supportive of him. Mm-hmm. I also think that which was this which like you said alluded to i like that word she alluded to where she was going to a dark place because mm-hmm. every child that she has yeah has, right literally if you really okay we're at we're at number four mm-hmm. we're at we're at number kid number four at this point and i think that um 
she didn't want to see herself go back to that Carol that we saw before she met Ezekiel. And I think she's trying to save herself. I, I really do. But I, I, but you know what? I think that I think there was genuine love there. I don't know that I always saw it right away, but then eventually I think I got used to it. So I, I, want, I would beg to differ. I think that the kingdom didn't have anything to do with it. I think it was more so letting herself love. Yeah. But I don't yeah. I don't want her to become that Carol again where she was alone and didn't want to be bothered. I don't want her. So I'm glad that she's choosing to step away from hopefully it's just a minute. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. I'm not convinced that it's over completely yeah. with them. And, and my main point was that I don't think I think Daryl sort of highlighted some of the issues and made it harder for them to be for for King Ezekiel and Carol to try to work on their problems because Daryl was always, you know, was there and she was already close to him and, you know, could confide in him. Um, so my my main point was that it, it's this whole thing. There's a lot more to it. This wasn't Daryl's fault. He didn't, you know, he wasn't necessarily the, the deciding factor in them breaking up for now or forever or whatever it's going to be. Um, it was other elements involved. So, but. It made me, um, it made me sad, you know, and uncomfortable, because I, I want Carol and and Daryl to always be close, but it was it was hard. I felt so bad for for both of them, for Ezekiel and Carol. It just that was some sad stuff. Sad, sad equals bad. Yep, I agree. <laughs> so. Sad does equal bad. Bad, sad. Okay. Um, I was nervous. It could have been bad. Uh, when they were going across the river, I, I felt sure that someone was going to fall through the ice. I was Darryl, I wanted someone to fall through the ice. Well, yeah, it could have created some good, good drama. And, you know, Daryl felt near the edge there. But that doesn't mean that was what it was like all the way across. So, so. so truth, truth. <laughs> A little truth moment here. When Daryl, when it looked like they were, Daryl was about to really get it. I said, I literally said at my screen, I was like, oh, wow. I I was not on necessarily on the edge of my seat, but I kind of was. But I kind of wasn't, if that makes any sense. And I said, yeah. is this really going to happen? Are they going to uh, okay. take him out? Wait, what's about to happen here? And then the magic of television. <laughs> he survived. Yep. Survived. Well, that's what I was saying at the beginning, that I, I kind of felt like they were going to pull the rug out from under us and not Daryl, but that someone might fall through the ice or someone, we may lose someone else this episode when we weren't expecting it. But um, I, I wasn't worried for Daryl. I thought it was a cool way for them to be threatened, you know, seeing right. the walkers come up out of the snow. I thought that was a, a good gag. But I was like, no, he's fine. He's the he's the head of the show now. That Michonne tried to kill and like he was frozen and she had to hit him multiple times. Now I would have liked to have seen them battle some frozen walkers. Like and what I mean by that, not the ones that were standing as they were coming to the lake and you know they had frozen to death. Yeah. I'm literally talking about walkers that were too hard to hit. And every time you hit them, you had to hit them like three, four times before they would go down. Okay. So solid. That's that's what I mean. Because a frozen walker is not a dangerous walker. It's just right, walker, right, so. right. Well, I did. Speaking of the the frozen ones, when they is it when they came up to Alexandria, whatever. There was that one that was yeah, or was it? 
that the was frozen that she was it the Azu? Oh, the hilltop yeah hilltop. yeah you're right hilltop okay when uh she swiped them I, I remember saying to my family well that'd be kind of fun you know like just it's hitting some know, walkers it, it was almost like this is terrible well no it's a walker so it's not terrible but it was almost like when you um slash into a watermelon you know and things absolutely yeah it kind of reminded me of that it's like slicing watermelons but um yeah all right uh was there anything ugly about the episode for you we don't have enough time oh boy (laughs) she's got a list i do all right i do so it's it's important go for it well, I, one of my uglies, uh, one of my uglies is that we lost OGs in this in the episode before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was one of my uglies. Another okay. one of my uglies is that uh, the Walking uh, AOC's Walking Dead has made us this way. Every season finale, we are expecting it to climax, go up a hill. Go all the way up, 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 and then hit us, and then wait until we come back out, come yep. back for the next season. So we didn't get that one in this one, and that was an ugly uh, for me. Another ugly, before I get to my big boom, 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 was that uh, Negan was not uh, locked up or, you know, handcuffed or anything. He he walked away from the line entirely to go yeah. get Judith. Right. I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I don't understand why we even moved him from the jail. Like, I I don't understand why we didn't just let him freeze to death. Like, I I'm still I'm still struggling with that one because. Okay. I mean, how quickly we forget he killed Glenn. Ah. <laughs> yep. I shared a basement chair with Tracy when they killed and knocked Glenn's eyeball out. Yeah, you're not walking away from that with me. So that was uh, ugly for me uh, with um, them really being kind of lackadaisical uh, with uh, Negan. Didn't like that. That was another ugly for me. Then uh, again, then again, I got to say, Glenn's first human kill was, was one of Negan's men. Yes, it was. No. Yes, it was. When, when he I hear you. that man in the head, <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah, it's Glenn. I get it. I get it. It's Glenn. Yes, yes. But, but no, that's he did. he did. He hit him right in the temple. I remember that. Why? Yeah. Why didn't they have the handcuffs around the rope or something or neck or to okay. someone else? Or yeah, no, that's a good point. That was because he could have gotten if he just even if he wasn't going after Judith, it would have been a an easy way to try to escape. You know, because you can't see in the storm. He could have just slipped away purposefully. You know, and hidden out. And then he'd be done. Or and I need you know. to be clear that Negan will never be a humanized to me. I don't care how many good deeds he does. Okay. No redemption for Negan from Tamish. Got it. Oh. Uh-uh. And he can be friends with Judith all he wants. Yeah. Okay. It does, it does make for interesting storytelling. It is hard for me to, when I really think about it, like, no, he was bad. Just, you know, keep him, you know, life without parole. But it, it does for me, make interesting storytelling, seeing him maybe go through this redemption arc. But I get it. That's not for you. Another ugly for me was the casual mention of how Maggie still hasn't responded to uh, that. Yeah. That was an ugly for me. Okay. That wasn't even mm-hmm. a bad. That was an ugly for me. I was like, oh my goodness. This loose end needs to be tied up. 
like right. that, mm. I'm 100% on board with that being an ugly. I mean, what the heck? Her her her, her friends, you know, are in, are in danger and having trouble and she won't even write back. Well, that, right back. Mm-mm. Do you even I'm assuming they told her in the letter about Tara? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So that was an ugly for me also. Yeah. And then my last two big uh, uglies for this uh, episode was, one, how the episode ended. Okay? Not, not, that, no. I was literally sitting there thinking when we came back from commercial, wait. Yeah. And I said, okay. So I was, I'm still, I'm still waiting. I was still waiting. And then it went into next week. I said, not next week. I'm sorry. I went into the Talking Dead. You know, yeah. for that to come up, and then yeah. so I was I was thoroughly disappointed about how it ended because to me it did not. It ended. Um, I, I won't call it weak, but it ended as if we had another episode to go, and it was not. The yeah, se- the season wasn't over. You so needed, they like that. You need something bigger. At the end, I needed I needed uh, the two episodes. Uh, two episodes to switch. Is what I needed. Ah, I got you. Yeah. And like I said previous to my comments, it's because the way that it has been set up for us before every season ended like this. And I think that you kind of just pull the rug from under us. Okay. Well, you got to slowly get us into something new like that. If you're not going to end it with a big bang, because again, you got to keep us wanting more and wanting, you know, wanting us to come back for more. Um, and right. then showing Alpha beating her arm. That was an ugly for me. I, I, that was ugly for me. And we won't even talk about the radio. That, <laughs> but well, we won't even, not to me, anyway. I know Tracy will address it. Uh-huh. I, I, you know what? That was a complete throwback to uh, when Tyrese died for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got you. But again, we had a, a death in that scene or whatever. But okay, I guess the thing is, is that that was supposed to be the big cliffhanger to try to figure out what was on that radio. Tamisha's saying, you can keep that. Gotcha. I just did not agree with the um, Alpha beating her arm. I, I would have preferred Alpha to cut her arm off. How about that? Okay, I hear you. Noted. Um, so those are my I- listings of uglies. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a that's a fair list. Um, I definitely the Maggie thing not responding was an ugly for me. Totally agree there. And as far as the ending, a couple things. Usually from a f- season finale, I look for either I, they've got a couple of things. So I either look for a like a strong resolution, um, to something that's satisfying, or a cliffhanger. And even with the resolution, you would have a, you know, a, a peak of something else. Um, like when you, at the end of season two, when you saw the prison over in the distance, you know, you got a little peak of something else. Um, so it doesn't have to be a huge cliffhanger, but, but it, it has to be kind of one or the other, I think, for me. So one thing that sort of fell flat, and this may just oh, be me. <laughs> This may just be me, but it did not hit me right away that Alpha and Beta were in a different part of the country. So why did you why did you why did you figure that uh, from the Talking Dead? 
I didn't even. Hey, I didn't even. This is but my. This is my thing to you, Tracy. What if someone didn't watch the Talking Dead? Exactly. No, no. That that that's why. So how would we have known that? That's why I'm saying that's an uh, that's an ugly because it, it it probably wasn't just me and it wasn't terribly obvious to me that they were in a different place. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it wasn't snowing there, but you know the that doesn't how do necessarily we not know that that wasn't some months later. I'm right. Yeah. So, and they said a break. I, I was like, wait, did Alpha go f- away for a while and now she's back? I, I was, that was a little bit confusing to me. So if, if that was supposed to be a bit of a cliffhanger or a question that it ended on, it didn't really end that way for me. It just sort of confused me as to why, first of all, she can't take her own mask off. I think other people do. So she has to do, have beta do it for her. and why she made her own switch, you know? Yeah. Obviously she's trying to like make herself strong, but those are the, the things I noticed. And I didn't pick up on the fact that they supposedly were not in, you know, Northern Virginia anymore. So, yeah, that was, that probably, those are my two, two uglies. But, I mean, I enjoyed the episode, like the imagery, like I said, you know, seeing them face different weather that was unique and kind of fun and the different wardrobe choices and all but that wasn't you know necessarily enough to make it an amazing season finale we did get a little feedback from um susan on twitter about what she thought about the episode she said that the opening was beautiful and sad i was heartbreak heartbroken to see the kingdom fall the pipes bursting was nice was a nice symbolism touch and then she said lots of great imagery in the whole episode. Lydia and the walker was hauntingly beautiful and sad. Um, so thanks, Susan, for sharing those thoughts. So, I mean, yeah, I think, like I said, the, the snow was kind of a cool thing, but also a little bit out of place, out of the blue, you know. I'm wondering why they chose to do that, you know, now just to make the journey more difficult or or what but so what do you think are you are you in for season 10 you were kind of on the fence with some things yeah i am so i guess guess what we're gonna have to wait until we podcast to see if it's gonna be just tracy or it's gonna be tamisha <laughs> tracy now that's I told a- you I, you all i really i was not happy with how this season ended yeah no. That's the cliffhanger. Oh. That's the cliffhanger. Will uh, Tamish be back? That's the cliffhanger. Will Tamish be back? No, the cl- <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm gonna let that drop right there. All right. Boom. So yes. But I'm okay, so Tracy, you're trying to tell me you were one hundred percent satisfied on how it ended. No, no, I just gave you some uglies. You gave me some uglies, but you never answered directly if you were happy or not. Oh, okay. I was like, I, it's so hard for me to put in words, but like I said at the beginning, I just, I did. I'm like a child. I got distracted with the snow and all the different stuff. And so I'm like watching the episode and then I realized it's over. And I was like, then I was like, wait a minute, did, was that a good finale or not? You know, what, what I, you know, I had to step away and think about it more later. I was just kind of caught up in, like I said, the snow i'm you know i'm easily distracted <laughs> so um but now that the more i think about it i was like well, and and processing it, it 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 was not my favorite season finale for sure 
It was, I like the episode, I guess. That's the thing. I like the episode. I didn't really like it for a season finale, especially with not really understanding the, the ending at first. Would so. you have preferred that it had switched? Could you have seen that where the well, the Pikes for this episode? Well, I think Angela Kang said that was their intention originally. But if they had done that, I don't think we would have had the the snowstorm. I'm trying to think how that would even work because time had passed. So, um, yeah, I mean, she wouldn't Wait, have infiltrated okay, so the kingdom. Think about like, wait, 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 wait. She what? wouldn't have infiltrated the kingdom if the kingdom wasn't there anymore. So, I mean, it would have changed the whole, you know, landscape of how she collected the people and took them out. Because if they swapped it, there would be no kingdom. So, it's hard for me to wrap my head around it. As far as a, an ending, as far as um, a huge moment, yes, I think that would have been more effective. But as, as, as how they executed, I don't know how they would have done that. Where they would have removed this last season and made it the first season of next season of season ten, I could have seen that happening. Episode, episode. This yeah. first episode would have been the first episode of season ten. What we saw yeah. as season ending. Now that would have worked to me. To me, yeah. No, I agree. That's a good point. Yeah, season ten. That and then it would not have changed the flavor of Alpha. That's a good point. That's a very good point because, yeah, I don't know how they would have flipped it and executed it. That's just different questions. But yeah, had they just saved that one, that would have been a that would have been a good opener. You're right. Yes, that would have been a good. It opened like, oh my gosh. Yeah. All the storyline is setting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah setting a new stage. Boy, die and then. Yeah. Stop. Because we would have been left with. You know, are they going to accept Lydia? You know, we would have been left with the shock of the death. We would have had questions and there would have been, you know, dramatic moments. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board with that. That that would have been a great idea. And surely they had enough footage. I mean, that that episode was like an hour and a half. So yeah. and then they cut out stuff so that, yeah, they could have made two episodes of it. Yeah. Throwing that out there. What do you guys think? Yes, are you on board with Kamish? That makes a lot, <laughs> lot of sense to me. Yeah. They tried to do something different, and I'm not sure it was was the best play. But oh. all right, well, any closing thoughts? Should we end on that? I think we should end on that. I think so. All right. Well, it's been fun podcasting this season with you. Yeah, and we'll you too, my friend. Good stuff. We'll, we'll see what next season brings. Mm. So. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. Yeah. Bye.